All right. Welcome back to the fifth episode of Skill Over Legacy podcast. I got the regular gang with me. We are missing Cameron Major, but he'll be here soon. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves, man. Um, oh. Stay Bridges. I'm here again. Um, what episode <laughs> is this? Five or six? I'm losing count. Five. Episode five. Um, CEO of the CB3 Appreciation Fund. CEO of Buffalo Bridges. And yes, sir. That's it. Let's go. Let's get it. With. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right, got Liam, Lim Shady, Lim Shady 91, whatever you want to call me. And Jacob, uh, rap thoughts on TikTok. Go follow that. Back brackets, to back. Brackets, brackets, back brackets to back. do well, but back to back guess. March That's Madness, okay. I no. didn't get it. Didn't get a single pick right. Hey, hey, we're back to the. <laughs> I'll drop questions while we, we can answer them. Drop questions. We're we're back to the fortieth percentile in the bracket, so we're moving now. We're moving in the right direction. <laughs> Apparently, nobody's bracket was safe this time. Apparently, oh. all the good teams oh. are losing. Yeah, hey, keep, hey, keep up with the slavery ball for us, because I'm good with that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for y'all. Hey, that's that was that's hey, that's hey, an episode. That's a topic. That's hey, that's a topic for episode four. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. We talked about it. Yeah, I made a TikTok on that today, actually. Yeah. All right. So, first topic we got is: is this the best era of basketball? Absolutely. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much the best era of basketball. <laughs> it is absolutely. Like, gonna... I feel like this is not even a debate. Like, yeah. If you don't think it is. You're just clinging on to something that you just don't have to. Like it's just yeah, the best, it's just the best era of basketball right now. I don't think I think anybody previous generations would agree with you too. I, I yeah. think Russell yeah. would agree with you. Bill Russell would probably be like, "Damn, looking at KD, he'd be just be like, he's in awe every time he steps on the court." And we're just used to it. Yeah, that that, that 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 guy's a sorcerer of sorts. Exactly. He's a sorcerer. Oh, we can, I think we can take this time to <clears throat> debunk. Um, past era defense. Oh yeah. Uh, in short, also the video I just posted. In short, physicality does not equal better defense. I mean, it equals more physical defense, but that's it. I always use this analogy that a lot of people feel like doesn't make sense, but I swear in my head it just makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. If we're both good at math, but let's just say Jay Bridges is good at algebra. And I'm good at calculus. I'm better at math than he is, even though we're doing the same, like we're both doing math. But this era's defense is a lot more difficult to play. So if you become an elite defender playing this type of defense, you're better because it's harder. Like, I don't so. think, I don't think anyone in 1987 besides MJ would have more than 20 points on Nikhil Bridges. Yeah, uh, Reggie. Yeah. Miller? I don't know. Maybe. Reggie. I don't know. Maybe Reggie. Maybe Reggie. Just off ball play, getting over. Yeah. Reggie's one of those games where if he jumped in right now, he would do like similar to what he was doing then. Like, yeah, just running off the screens. But yeah, it makes yeah. sense. He probably still gets twenty. But I don't know. He's like Rip Hamilton. They're literally the same thing. Okay. But yeah. uh, I, I get what you mean, though. Like, I I just don't feel like like if you put, <laughs> if you put. Magic in front of Ben Simmons, I just feel like Magic's not going anywhere. Nowhere. Nowhere. 
and I love Magic. Maybe transition because he's real smart. But how many times do we think Magic Johnson would get past Ben Simmons? Honestly, none, not once, not past him. No, not once. Well, there's not many guys outside of this modern era that can legitimately get past Ben Simmons. Exactly. Like exactly. So, and it's not, it's not knocking. People have to understand. It's not knocking the past. There would be no this if there was no that. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of it is to use that and get better. Like that's the whole purpose. Yeah, yeah. that's literally the sole purpose of it. If right. if nobody in the league was better than Dominique Wilkins in 2021, we wouldn't be watching basketball. Yeah, like it just kind of is what it is. There's people that transcend it, like Larry Bird. Uh, I think Isaiah Thomas kind of transcends like the way he played basketball would probably be applicable at a high level now. Uh, Jordan, of course. Dominique, based on his athleticism, but there's not a lot of people. Like, a lot of the stars back then, you bring them to now, uh, they're not going to be really relatively even close to what they were, but that's okay. You know what I'm the, saying? There's nothing wrong the with that. Interesting one you just brought up, and I always bring it up, too, is, is Larry Bird, because, like, you said it, too. It's like he has... Um, a much more modern skill set without anything close to the modern athleticism. Mm -hmm. And like, I think you could look at his game from back then and like what he was particularly good at, you know, he had a good outside shot. He was a really good passer. If you like, there's still a role for his type of player today as is like just an unathletic kind of stretched for a crafty stretch for like, that's still a thing. And like, he's that skill set, like, dominated his era he was incredible he'd be, he'd be joe Ingles with the uh, yeah with i was oh raptor we think exactly alike he would be the best version of joe Ingles, and that's just really that's good fine. though that's, that's still joe really gonna be averaging to... like 28 and 5 on insane efficiency which is still the... pretty damn good yeah joe it's Ingles very good. break the true shooting percentage record this year yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Like, people feel like Larry Bird has to come back, come to 2021 and be just like third best player in the league. No, that, no, no. Yeah. Like, that's just not going to happen. Just from an athleticism standpoint, though, he has, yeah. he has a skill set that would probably put him top 10, 15 in the league based off. Yeah, of- if, if we looked at just how much he, how well he plays basketball, there's not a lot of people competing with him that aren't just LeBron, KD, Jordan, like, but. You know, from a holistic standpoint, like he would, he would be Joe Ingles. But hey, Joe Ingles is pretty damn good. He'd be a better Joe Ingles. Don't don't get it wrong. Like he'd be better than him. Oh yeah, he'd floor, I mean, he'd he be on the floor better. He's I think he has more IQ than him. Way better passer, better defender as well too. And yeah, that he would just be everything Joe Ingles would be if he was just better. Like if yeah. he was just better at basketball, and that's okay. But I guess people get upset. Like, uh. Jay Bridges put on the account today, Magic Johnson would not be a top 10 point guard in the league right now. And I, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. And it's I fine. I didn't, I didn't get to go back and forth with this guy because I saw time for that. Um, Magic Johnson doesn't do anything better than Shea Gilders Alexander. Nothing. Not the one thing does he do better than SGA. And SGA isn't even in everyone's top 10. He's in my top 10. He's at 10. So some people, have SGA, some people have SGA at twelve, and and he's not even better than that guy. He's not even top thirteen. 
Facts. So, welcome, Cameron. Welcome, my boy Cameron. He's back in the building. You know what I'm saying? You know, Cam 0109 on pretty much everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, but we back. We basically were explaining about how this is the best era of basketball, like pretty much. like Definitely, definitely. And how like players from back then, um, they wouldn't be as good as they were then now. And that's just perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, all time greats like Magic Gun just not going to be top 10 in their position anymore. Yeah, and that's that's I'm okay. Right back into that conversation. Like, yeah, you. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what we were talking about. <laughs> that was great. I think Magic yeah, yeah. top ten playmate, a top ten PG in the league right now. When you got somebody like De'Aaron Fox walking around, no. <laughs> but like, that's, that's SGA, who's arguably not even top ten himself. You have. Yeah, the point guards that are just. Was he here? Cam was here for this conversation. Yeah. Because you just you're just talking about everything we were just talking about, but um, yeah, like you gotta think, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. and Jordan are just equal athletically. Think about that, like they're equal. Jordan might be a little stronger because he's I mean he's got more body to have more muscles, pause. But like Dennis Smith Jr. jumps forty eight inches in the air, bro. I had to add the pause. He had to absolutely. I had to hit you with the. I hit you with the Jokic, the homo. Like, but um, it was Liam. Yeah, like he jumps fine for that. Didn't Jokic get fined twenty five k for saying no homo? Yeah, he. You just can't say that and be serious. Like, you just can't do that. But um, all right, we'll just move on to the next topic then. The next topic is the injury bug. How do we all feel about all of these injuries that are happening so fast? Um. I think it's not good. Of course, it's not good. Something. I think, hopefully, it will shift some of the casuals' eyes off of the top fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. When you see when you see what other players do when they're injured, and then those and then those injured guys come back, and then some people just forget about those those guys. It's like that guy just had 27 when so-and-so was out. He is that good. So, yep. It, I, it'll I make you appreciate the game, man. Yeah, I think Ka- so. Ka- Kawhi got this. He was just the best in the league because, well, they just didn't want LeBron to be the best in the league anymore. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then KD was hurt. So so they were saying he was the best in the league. But Yeah, but the, the injuries is definitely something like I've never seen before. It's crazy this season. Lamelo's injury just broke my heart. Oh my yeah, heart. that was sad. People He's are going to see Montrezl Harrell and Dennis Schroeder in Los Angeles just carrying the wins. Yeah, you're going to see and, and just think, how why are they off the bench? Nope, they're getting yeah. smoked by the Pelicans tonight. Oh, oh okay, 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 With what spacing? Okay. Jesus Christ. We've okay. actually lost seven straight games to the Lakers. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. As you should. <laughs> As you should. You know what's crazy? Van Gundy just has to get fired. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. I, I actually thought Van Gundy was going to be kind of good, but Jesus Mark, Christ. 
garbage. He's garbage. terrible. Has he, has he been even been coaching? Like that, that team is to be developed and he's not doing it. Has he been coaching since he's hmm? coaching in Orlando? Yeah, he uh, was coach. in Detroit. Yeah, he had a stint in Detroit. Oh, and, okay. and that team didn't get any better. So the only guy who got better on that team was Blake. Until and, Christian, and Christian Wood, that was it. He was getting better behind the scenes in the Right, exactly. He was, yeah, he was, he was yeah. putting in that work. He was putting in that work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys know that though, but Christian Wood, before he went to the Pistons, he played I think ten games for the Pelicans. Yeah, he was also on the Seventy Sixers, but they just believed in Jaleel Okafor a little bit more, I guess. He like he like lit it up for the Pelicans. It was like the last two. We weeks all believed in Jaleel Okafor a little bit more. We thought he was going to be a dog. <laughs> We thought he was gonna be nice. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we thought he had the dog, you know. We thought you. I will say I was never. Hey, Luca guards are starting to look like that guy. Oh lord. Oh wow. <laughs> I, th- I think Jalen Okafor is still better than Luca Garza. Luca. I never necessarily was impressed by Jaleel Okafor, like, but I thought he was gonna be good. I'm not gonna cap, but I wasn't impressed. Like I wasn't like. Jaleel's gonna be cold. I was just like, I mean, he's good. He was part he's of good. Uh, Cats class, right? With those mm-hmm. guys? Yeah. Yeah. I just no, nah, no, he wasn't because Jaleel Okafor won one, right? He no, he went three. He went three. He went three. He went three. Yeah. Yeah. It was Cat, D'Lo, Jaleel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It definitely was. And Cat is just better at than him at everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. At everything, and I'm a Duke fan, and I knew that in Kentucky, he was just better than that at every single thing. So, I know this is probably gonna, because you know, you guys know how I am about impact, but I've been watching. (laughs) I've been watching some cat film lately, and I, I I can understand. People were putting Gobert over him in their top three centers, and I am respectfully disagreeing with them. No, disrespectfully disagree. Yeah, we, we that here's the thing that should have never been a thing ever at any point. Like it should have never been a thing. Here yeah. at Skill Over Legacy, we value skill, skill, yes. skill. Go get you a basket. Go get I'm, you a basket, Rudy. I'm, I'm be, sorry. Be, be the but best. And do the. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. If you made Devin Booker six eleven, he's just Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry. He's he's like that. Like Carl Anthony Towns is probably offensively one of the best offensive players in his position. Oh yeah, and the thing is, he's, he's actually the best scoring the ball. I just scoring the ball. I just don't know who's better that you can really name like that. He scores is, on all three levels. He's a significantly better defender this year too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, the credit the credit that he's getting because they're just so bad that the Timberwolves are just so ass that he's getting zero credit for what he's doing right now in Minnesota. Hey, but he's playing CB3 great clip. defense. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. <laughs> nah, that CB3 clip was crazy. He didn't even try to move. He didn't even attempt to try at all. But I'm going to give him a break because if I'm Cat, I'm not moving in that situation either. Yeah, I'm not moving. Man, you're going to get the bucket in big dog. Right. You're, <laughs> hey, you're gonna get the bu- you're gonna get the bucket anyway. Save me the embarrassment. Like you're just gonna go get the bucket anyway. Like if Rudy, like you know when Rudy Gobert switches on Curry, I just never got it. Like just give him the points. He's gonna get it regardless. 
<laughs> like, True. do you want to do you want to end up on ESPN? Then okay, then just go out there and guard them. Then I guess yeah, done in the worst ways, in the <laughs> worst way. It's done in the worst way possible. Um, but the injury bag oh, yeah. will, will will fast forward us into this topic. D'Lo, hey D'Lo, you're you're weird. Yeah, you're, you're so weird. weird. You're so weird. Weird. You're weird, bro. You a snitch. Like, what? You're weird. Like, mm-hmm. I get that you're supporting your teammate. I get that. But you tweeted that moments after you saw Melo Ball fracture his wrist. That's this just said, weird. This man said Anthony Edwards rookie of the year. Right. Like, you're <laughs> goofy. Like, you're a goofball. Like, nah, like all the d slander that he's getting – I love D'Lo, man. I love watching his basketball games. I love watching him play. He's one of the more, like, when you watch him play, he's just so skilled offensively, bro. Like, but you're weird. All the slander you deserve, all the slander you're getting is, is what you deserve at this point. You're weird. Like, that was just so weird to say. Like, you could have let it die down a day later. Like, like just chill out. Like, what you want, bro? Did you guys wait for, ratio? like, oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. got ratio crazy. Did what you does wait? ratio mean? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't even hold up. Hold up. We gotta tell you what ratio means. Yeah, you. Yeah, you have to understand. Okay, so a ratio basically means like you say something that's so dumb, and then somebody hits you back with a comment back that gets more likes than what you said. All right. Oh. Okay. So, so he said the the Anthony Edwards rookie of the year thing, and then some comments. Name dude's name is D loading, but he's been loading for seven years now. (laughs) That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I was going to say, though, like, just just wait for Ant to play another game. Just let him play one more game, and then after the game, be like, that's the rookie of the year right there. Don't t- don't tweet that 20 minutes after he fractures his wrist. <laughs> and like, y'all aren't even in a game. Like, yeah. like. Like you're such a dork. Like you're such Man, a dork. Like he, should, he should know better for someone that just can't stay on the court this season. Like you have played a total of seven games, like five games with Cat. You, you just can't stay. And hey, big dog, you on my fantasy team? Hey, come back, come, come, her. <laughs> like, like if Lamelo was to tweet you back and be like, "But I'm playing better than you this year," you just can't say you're. He's lying. Can't say. Can't say he's lying. Can't say that he's lying because what you're doing is something that he's doing something that you're not doing, and that's just playing. That's playing, and you're not doing. Yeah. And I and I I love you, D'Lo, but if Lamelo said I'm better than you, he just might not be lying to you. Lying. (laughs) He just (laughs) might not be lying to you. And I, bro, I, bro, anybody in this Zoom can tell you, D'Lo is like. I talk I, about yeah, that. You, you were talking about Ben Simmons and uh, D'Lo. I will go to oh, bat for no. D'Lo for hours. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. I will talk <laughs> about D'Lo and his <laughs> game for hours. But if Lamelo said that he was better than you, I just wouldn't say anything. To be honest, like I would be like, "Ooh, I just don't feel like talking about that right now." But like, yeah, uh, he's a clown. Mm, I saw a post clown. Today. I saw a post today, and it really, when I was looking at it, Lamella Ball, like, he doesn't get enough credit for what the Hornets are making him do off-ball because that's something that's going to make them really successful 
later on in his career, especially as a point guard. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Trey Young has really gotten that yet in Atlanta. I, and I think that Don, I don't think Donovan Mitchell's really had that off ball experience. Yeah, he my comments. And that's just something that's impressive. I think is that when Melo hey, Ball is getting incorporated, I totally into agree offense, with that. Better than any yeah. point guard I think that's ha- came up through this league in a you long time. Like what Lamelo has to do off ball, and I think it's partially like what the Hornets give him as a responsibility and how they want him to develop as a player. But I think it's also in the fact that they have like what four competent ball handlers that that play a decent role in their offense. So like obviously Lamelo, when healthy, is the catalyst. But then you have Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, um, Malik Monk, Gordon Hayward. All these guys can handle the ball and, and run that sort of playmaker style. Right. I, I'm not gonna lie, Trey Trey Young. DeAndre Hunter's a great scorer, but you just can't trust him to find Trey Young off ball consistently. Right. That's just and I this is not happening. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you're not wrong about what you said though. Shout out to Nate. What's his name? Nate McMillan. Shout out to you. Making the making the uh making the Hawks just a lot better. Shout out to you. Good coach. Good coach. Eight game, eight game one streak, eight game, eight game. Already a better coach than Stan Van Gundy. Let's go. But um, hard. Um, he said it's not hard. It's not hard. About All right, so twenty-nine better coaches than Sam Van Gundy. Yeah, you're Speaking of D'Lo, since I will say he's still an underrated player, let me get a list. Let me get your top three, or you know, top five underrated players. We're gonna start with Liam. Your top five underrated players in the league that don't get enough credit. All right. Um, top five. I know two of them are definitely gonna be Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Sexland. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is a hilarious. Really good. Those guys mm-hmm. are really good. Now that I can get behind. Uh, you can get behind Sexland. That's crazy. I'm in, bro. I'm in the line. You're bugging. That's exactly what Jay Bridges do. Create a narrative this week and get a little angry. Yeah, <laughs> sir. But not nah, that. Yeah, they're good. So I'd, I'd say Sexton and Garland. I think Ingram is still underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, probably go. I think I, I'm gonna say Julius Randle, and I'm gonna say Demar Derozan. Hmm. What's the question? It's, that's crazy. That it's crazy to me that I feel like only two of those people you said should be underrated. Mm-hmm. Should be or are um, oh, like should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like I can understand like underrating Colin Sexton and Darius Garland because the Cavs stink. Cavs but like, <laughs> like what they've done like in just them two this year has been really really impressive, especially Sexton scoring, because he's like 40% from three. He's knocking down free throws, and he's scoring all three levels effectively. He's just he's just scoring like crazy. And Garland is passing well. He's not a great defender, but he's busting his ass on defense, getting a ton of steals. I think those two guys like project as like two guys who draft got drafted to the same team as a backcourt that the Cavs should absolutely hold on to for as long as they can. But then you look at like Ingram mm-hmm. and DeRozan and Randall, like these guys are putting up numbers and they're on winning, except for Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> they're on teams that like, at least the Pelicans are getting like nationally televised games. Like people Man, should be I... seeing Brandon Ingram and knowing he's good at basketball, but some, for some reason he's not getting 
the same card right. you got last year. All they want to see is the tight end version of Giannis. No name. Right. Oh, no. I heard the pain in your voice when you said that, man. I heard it. I feel you. All right, let's go. Raptor, your top five underrated players in the NBA. Top five. He's about to be the most impactful players of all time. Oh, <laughs> no, no. no. I, I'm going to defender go. Draymond's going to be on here. I'm not putting Draymond <laughs> on here because I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, I'm going to hold myself to not doing that. But uh, Mikhail Bridges in Phoenix, I think you got to give him credit for what mm-hmm. he's doing. I've been talking about him for a long time. I love what he does. I see Jay him Bridges just smiled on the inside. His ceiling, his ceiling to me <laughs> is what the Clippers did with Paul George back with Doc Rivers. Where he, he spotted oh, up. That's what you okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the next Paul George with the Clippers during the Doc Rivers era. And just that like he spots up most of the time, but he can still create on his own. He's a great defender. Um, a lot of pin downs. A lot of pin downs too. I'd give CJ McCollum a nod. Just seeing what he does is just spectacular. Uh, I'm one of those people that that tends to underrate him, but I just feel like he needs to be on the team by himself. Yeah, I I, I just don't know how you can get him on a team by himself though. But he's, Pelicans. he's great. He's a great Pelicans would be nice. I'd see if if he goes to the Pelicans, that'd be cool. Um, I would like to have CJ McCollum on the Pelicans. Three, Jaron Jackson Jr. I think there's a legitimate argument for him to be a the best player in Memphis. You're making Jay Bridges smile on the inside right now. You're saying a lot of people that I'd I'd love to talk about. (laughs) Fourth on my list is going to be – sheesh. I got to think now. He finna fuck it up with this one. I know it's going to be – He finna hit the street with this one. Malik Beasley out in Minnesota. He he was averaging 20 a night. Uh, free, hey, hashtag free. Hey, hashtag free Malik. No, I'm just no, maybe not free him, but you know what no, I'm saying. No, you don't need to be free. <laughs> yeah, don't free him. That guy was acting wild. He was acting my, wild. My last one. My last one. I'm gonna go with uh, Jalen Brown, and I know he's not exactly underrated. I'm, I know he's not exactly underrated, but what he's done with since he's came into the league, the I, think it's not, I don't think it's noticed as much. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying. I don't think I don't think his handle is noticed as much. I don't think his efficiency is noticed as much as it should be. I think there's just a lot to it that he just needs to be recognized more as a top 25 player in this league. I, I, Here's what I'll say with Jalen Brown. He's he's overrated by the Celtics so much that just nobody cares to hear about him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah like, I was looking in the in the uh in the chat, someone said Jalen Brown over Zach Levine. I just didn't say it out loud. That's, that's my whole point. Like, no. <laughs> I didn't no, say it no. out loud. I love Jalen Brown. No. You feel me? Yeah, no. But he's great, though. He's elite. I think he's elite. He's elite. Oh, he for sure. He's better than Donovan Mitchell. No, he's now, not. That... Yes, he is. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he a is. Raptor. A Raptor. That's another one I'm just not going to talk about right now. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, that's another one I'm just not going to talk about right now. Hey, he's playing better than Donovan. Right he's playing better. But here's, here's what I'll say. Him in the fourth quarter is horrendous to watch. It's almost oh painful. God, horrendous. Yeah, he's, when you, when he's in the fourth quarter, you know he's not the best player because he doesn't even know what to really do. Like. <laughs> And this is coming from like any time we watch a game, you can ask Jay Bridges and Zay. We all watch the game together. Some way, somehow, anytime we turn on a Celtics game, I guarantee you it's about to be close. 
I probably yeah. seen every single Jason Tatum game winner this season. And I saw yeah. Jalen Brown against the Pistons. Oh, my God. That yeah, he didn't know what to do. What's the problem? That, that, didn't come, that comes with experience, and he's just not the best player on the team. So that's just kind of how the chips fall. But, um, all right, Jay Bridges, your top five. I mean, Raptor might have just took three of them, so you got to come up with something else. Mr. McGarity took mine, too. <laughs> um, I'm going to just go by position, so make it easier. I'm going to go. You're a little low, Jay Bridges. You're a little low. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Better? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go Mike Conley at the one. Mm-hmm. He's, just been, he's just been so good his whole career. Um, at the two, I feel like I have to say Donovan Mitchell because this – <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. The slander is going too far. It's, it's definitely getting ridiculous. At the three, I might go Norman Powell. Didn't he have like 40 the other night and no one's talking about it? Um, he, he's, like this, he's just a solid, pure scorer that was going to get rugged. Um, at the four, I'm gonna go Brandon Clark of Memphis. Ooh. Brandon Clark. I like that. I like that choice. He just does power forward teams, nothing else. Power um, forward teams. At the five, we see. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go Nicholas Claxton. We're on the Nets. Ah. I like that I pick. I like that, that pick a lot. So booty. I thought he was going to be booty. But, hey, he's he's just doing exactly what they need him to do. He's getting valuable minutes with it. That's my five. Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. Playboy Cardi. Yes, sir. But, um, all right. Cameron, all right. you're up. I'm pretty sure they took – they ran through, like, most of my five. But DeJounte Murray back out. Oh. Very underrated. Very underrated. Lonzo Ball, people acting – the league is acting like all he does is play the two. I don't know why. He's a point guard. He needs to be running point guard on his own team, but we're just not even <laughs> – I'm not even <laughs> – I just don't understand why they feel like he's just a shooting guard. I just yeah, never I, get that. I just don't – he's a point guard. He's just a point guard. All right, so who's my third one? Ah, you said DeMar, right? I did. All right. Um, I feel like Chris Middleton is kind of underrated. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like he's pretty underrated. I feel like he, I feel like he should. He's another person that should run his offense. But you know who they like to give it to when they just shouldn't. Um, <laughs> all right. So the four. Who else is really good at four? Probably play for the. the at this, I'm, I'm a uh, power forward who's underrated. It doesn't have to be a power forward. It doesn't have to be. 
No, nah, you could just pick anybody. It was just five players, but uh, okay. going by position is probably like easier. I can't even think of both. Oh, I feel like these are going to be big name people. I feel like Blake's underrated. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Blake could still go give you a bucket if he wanted to. He just plays with Jeremy Grant. Or he I think his, his best year in Detroit just went over highly overlooked. <laughs> highly. You know, you know, Blake Griffin made like more than six threes twice, like two, three times that year. <laughs> and didn't he have? Didn't he just have fifty one time? Yeah, like, that season. Yeah, like he's he's insane. Like he was insane. That was the best Blake we ever saw, and nobody cared, which was ridiculous. Trap has a good one at the five. I don't know. If, I think it's a pretty good answer. At the five. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miles Turner at the five. Oh, I got a hot take about Miles Turner. <laughs> hey, I do too. Mm-hmm. Are you going to use it for the end of the episode? Because I'm about to say one, and I hope it's not the same one as nah, your. What I'm going to say has nothing to do with Miles Turner. Oh, my hot take about Miles Turner is he's just a defensive player of the year, but to me, but okay. Oh, my hot take was he's going to be the best center in the league one day. Mm, wow. <laughs> But uh, wow. Trap said uh, Robert Williams from Boston. That's not bad. No, yeah, that's not bad. Highly underrated player. Highly underrated. Very underrated. That, now, going back to the first episode, Spicy P has a terrible nickname, Time Lord. That's an amazing nickname. Yeah, I promise <laughs> that is. That's a sick nickname, Time Lord. He, he, he sounds like he should be in uh, – what's that game called? Who's the Assassin's Creed game? Who's Assassin's Creed? Robert yes, Williams. that sounds like an Assassin's Creed. Creed name, I promise. Yeah, they gave it to him when he was a rookie because he was late to everything. So they started calling him Time Lord. Oh, that's great. That's a great nickname. That's great. That's, that's what I'm great. saying. It's not hard to come up with good nicknames, and Spicy P is inexcusable. But we don't need to get back into it. <laughs> um, all right. Let me give you my five. Number one, my favorite player in the NBA, which a lot of people don't know, De'Aaron Fox. I just don't understand why. Nobody cares about what De'Aaron Fox is doing. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, I mean, he plays for the Kings, but still, like, he's playing out of his mind this year, all year. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kind of off the off the rails. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, now. A lot of people think he's bad, but on a on a level of he does what he needs to do well. I think Lou Dort's kind of underrated for how good he is defensively. Oh, Lou Dort's good. <laughs> I think I think Lou I think Lou Dort Clant I think Lou Dort he he got mm-hmm. that dog in him. How should I say this? I think with the experience, Lou Dort will be a better defender than Marcus Smart. Um, at the I'll three, <laughs> I've watched this. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the teams that I've watched the most this season. You got the, I watched a lot of. If they play like Chris Paul, he watch him. Basically, let me, let me get to it. I watched a lot of Suns, a lot of, a lot of uh, Hornets. I watched a lot of a lot of Timberwolves, <clears throat> a lot of Nets, you know. And then like I watched a lot of the Thunder. I'm sorry, Lou Dort is garbage. I'm, <laughs> sorry, Dort is garbage. I'm not Dort talking has, about his offensive ability. Lou Dort has just the ball. About- I get upset. I get upset. He's, I'm just talking uh, about defense. I don't uh, think he's getting enough credit for how good he actually is at defense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's he's a lot better than people are giving him credit for. Um 
at the three. Uh, I'm going to go with the second best player on the Sixers, Tobias Harris, because nobody thinks he's the second best player on the Sixers, and I just think that he is. That was actually going to be my hot take. He should have been an all-star this year. He should have been an all-star this year. Like, I don't know why Ben Simmons made the all-star game, but cool. Um, at the four, at the four, he probably played for the Grizzlies. I'm going to keep it a bean. He probably does. <laughs> four, due to my own, I did this as well. I am a, uh, I'm a culprit of this, but I'm coming around. Boy, marketing's a little underrated at this point. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he definitely played bad last year, so I don't excuse what I said. It was <laughs> it's more coaching related than anything else last year. Yeah. Boy, yeah. He was playing the center for no Marketing might be a pelican by the end of the week. And I, I like that a lot, actually. Um, hey, man, anybody who can shoot so that tight end don't got the ball no more, I'm good. good. You guys have to stop calling him tight end. You have <laughs> to. You just have to stop saying that. But, um, And at the five, I'm going to go with that guy, Christian Wood. I'm sorry. Uh, are we ready to admit that he's just – no, no, no. Here's what I mean. Are we just ready to admit that he's just mini Anthony Davis? That he's is going to be a top three power forward very soon? He literally came back off injury and had 28. Listen, listen. Hey, took, that's going to get to my hot takes later. So if I took Julius Randle and made him more like a three, I just get Christian. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell, tell, tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you ask me to choose Giannis or Christian Wood, I'm going Christian Wood. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I promise you I'm going <laughs> Christian Wood. Please. In, in my, on my 2021 offense, I just want Christian Wood, and I can back up everything that I say. Promise. Definitely. And I, I'm willing to have that conversation. I'm willing to have that conversation with anybody. Anybody. For hours. Hours. <laughs> I'll have it for hours. Like, I, you just – you can't – you can't – and what kills me about that is people will understand how spacing helps a team when it comes to Stefan Quintifilis Curry. <laughs> but anybody else is just like, oh, it doesn't matter. matter. Like, oh, yeah, it, it just does not matter. But you definitely Raptors get how Shambles. spacing helps. Why do, need, why do you need spacing at the floor? It doesn't matter. Uh, why does he need to shoot? It does not matter. <laughs> he said, hey, man. <laughs> I don't think – here's the thing. We have to respect Giannis's two MVPs. No, so I'm don't. not going to jump out the – No, we don't. We really – you know what? We don't. Forget that. <laughs> don't. He's better than that dude. Hey, forget that. Giannis ain't a top ten player in our league. I, I'm, I'm saying it right now. You can't look at Christian Wood play basketball then look at Giannis play basketball and say Christian Wood is worse at basketball. There's no way. There's like no way there's this. Look at the game and tell me that. Because you know who's not getting stopped when they see a 2-3 zone? Christian Wood. Hey, I will say this, though. Giannis, a lot more dominant. I give him that. That's fine. I'm not going to sit here and act like Giannis doesn't bring anything to the table. He is the most dominant player in the league. When he's running beeline to the rim, there's just not anything you can do about that. Not every, A, big dog, not everything is a transition. Hey, but at the end of the day, he still does it at a freakishly high level because there's people like the Manimal who did the same thing but just weren't good at it. Right, you know what I'm saying? 
So you got to I have to give him credit for being elite at what he's doing. But come on now, it's 2021. I would just want my my four, my five to be able to pretty much score everywhere because, you know, most of the centers in the league do that. You know what I'm saying? Which is fine. But that's those are my underrated guys for me. But and then, yeah, those are my underrated guys. We can just kind of spitball some things. We can take some questions if you want. If there's any questions Um, in the chat. I saw something. I didn't like it at all. It was, uh, <laughs> I saw something. I just, but no, 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 no. I actually did like this, but it wasn't, it needs to be exaggerated more. He said, uh, I'm trying to remember. Rondo wouldn't be a top seven point. Prime Rondo wouldn't be a top seven point guard in today's league. Prime Rondo wouldn't be a top Ooh. 12 point guard in this league. Ooh. Yeah, you Whoever said that's just, just probably telling the truth. Yeah, they're right, but it's not You can't tell me Prime Rondo. Because he wouldn't be eight. SGA and and Jamal Murray. Prime Rondo not better than SGA. (laughs) Or Jamal Murray. I'm sorry. Right. I don't think think Prime Rondo is necessarily better than Fred Van Vliet. You know what I'm saying? Like, those guys go out there and they score, bro. They go get money. Like, like they go – they can go get 10 assists, but also have 32 points. Like, Yeah, I mean, Rondo's never been a guy that's like – your first option though like he's never been yeah like he's been like the I mean, he's you know, never been the guy anybody's first option he's like the glue to putting together like a couple stars you, you <laughs> yeah have a couple good yeah. players you throw rondo in and now you got your point guard that can just pass well and play a decent defense or yeah he's very guys. smart though he's hella smart or a couple young scores that just needs like an older dude to be like all right so when i give you the ball all this is about to happen so just go score after all that happens yeah, yeah he's, he's he's very smart. Uh, so let's let's talk about these trade rumors, and let's start with why in the world are are the Celtics listening to any offers for Marcus Smart? Why are they doing that? Actually, no, hold up. I was thinking about that today because I was talking to one of the Celtics fans in Discord. I don't remember, remember oh who it was. Oh goodness! But. <laughs> Marcus Smart, his contract expires after next season. He's going to be mm-hmm. 28 when his contract expires. And, like, you look at the East right now, like, if the Celtics want to win, if they want to win against the Nets, because that's the real the team you want to beat in the East. Sorry, Raptor. But, <laughs> like, you're not – you can have all the perimeter defense you want. You could have – you could have – the whole first team, all defense, you are going to have to outscore that team. And Marcus Smart's not going to really help you outscore that team. So if they were to entertain trading Marcus Smart for like a proposal for like Norman Powell or a proposal for like Fournier and some change or some other scoring threats, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with them. I think on with smart the Celtics <clears throat> and what they have right now, if they want to get like another score, a lot of things have to change. Yeah. yeah. Because then you have you have Kemba, Evan Fournier slash Norman Powell, another score, whoever it is, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, four guys that just need the ball. They need it. They need it. Absolutely they need the ball. I, I think right now and Brad oh go ahead. I think right now. The Celtics, what they have is a good enough defense. To Blake Griffin's going to have 40 on y'all because Daniel Tice just can't guard him, right? So Blake Griffin might go crazy, but y'all have just enough defense and just enough offense to hold the Nets to like 125, 130, 
while you can just go out there and score the same amount. You just need a better coach, in my opinion. That's literally what I was going to say. Brad Stevens can't can't figure out how to coach all these scores right now. So if you add another score, like, he doesn't know. At this point, he just doesn't know how to do it. Like, Kemba, here's the truth. Kemba Walker should be the most, one of the most efficient point guards this year. Because all the scoring that he has, he should be getting the easiest buckets of his life. But I don't think Brad Stevens is even setting him up and putting plays in motion to even get him that. Like, he should be scoring at, like, at E. He should be getting a cool 20 on easy efficiency because he's just the third best scorer. You have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown that attract so much attention. Like, you should be scoring efficiently. And I don't think it's necessarily his fault. Like, we shouldn't be watching those possessions where Kemba's isoing too, like early in the possession. We shouldn't be seeing that. We should see him moving off ball, getting real quick pick and roll scores, like getting easy layups, easy mid range shots because he has all this space. We should be seeing him doing what CJ McCullum be trying to do or be doing, like getting those easy buckets because, you know, Damian Lillard is the main attraction here. Like, it should be like that to me, and I just, I just feel like Brad Stevens is not doing a good enough job. Like, I, I, he needs I to go, bro. I wouldn't even coach. say to the degree of CJ McCollum. I would just say that if he was as comparable to Mike Conley, they'll be straight. Yeah, and I, and I feel like that's a coaching thing. Like, I don't think Kevin Walker should say, "No, I want to score this way and that way." I don't think he's doing that. Like, mm. I don't, I don't <laughs> find him to be the person like that. I just don't think that that's what Brad Stevens is asking him to do. Like, you know, he's still trying to get him his 25. At the end of the day, Kemba, you might just have to be a 19-a-night guy. But if you get those 19 points in an efficient manner and get like eight assists, four rebounds, you're going to find yourself helping your team out a lot more than you thought. Like, you don't need to go out there and get 20. That's what you got them two dudes for. I want to go to the next topic of the straight rumors, man. And All this, right, what's the, what's the next one? This is ridiculous. This is actually ridiculous. Hmm. In what universe <laughs> do you listen to trade request for Aaron Gordon? Uh, don't worry about it. I'm I'm ready to talk about Aaron Gordon. I'm, gonna, I'm ready to defend the take. Hey, I'm hey, ready. this ain't hey, hey, big dog. This ain't even about you. You good? <laughs> he still sucks. He still sucks. Aaron Gordon is not someone you trade for unless you're the Thunder and you try to get a pick out of him. That's not someone you trade for. But I'm sorry. Right. Isn't his contract like hell too? Isn't it like eighteen million? million? You gotta be kidding me, man. That. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You got to be kidding me, man! Yeah, that's ridiculous. You don't trade for Aaron Gordon, bro. You don't trade for him. You just don't. Him and Aaron Gordon, and Andrew Wiggins probably have some of the worst. And there's no reason Andrew Wiggins is getting paid more than Demar Derozan ever has. Yeah, there, there's just no reason for that. No, Andrew Wiggins is getting paid twenty nine mil. Twenty nine. That's crazy." <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's like that's like trading for Spencer Dinwiddie. Like that's just somebody you just don't do that for. Right. Like we're willing to give you a pick and two point guards for Spencer. Why? Like you can just <laughs> no. Like Why? just don't do that. Like there's no reason to do that. Like unless you're the Pistons, there's just absolutely no reason to do that. Like 
please don't give the Pistons another ball stopper. Please yeah, don't, don't give them no ideas. Don't give them no ideas. <laughs> <Spencer> <laughs> then we don't have 68. <laughs> He's not passing. Right. But yeah, um, going to be punching there. He ain't going to get that ball no more. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk to you, Raptor, about the Bucks. Right. What, as a Bucks fan, truthfully, because we talk about the Bucks all the time, and I'm not a fan, but we think we know. What do you think gets them over the hump? I don't know. And frankly, frankly, I think there's steps you can take. <laughs> now, frankly, here's what I'm going to say. Um, I like where we're heading right now. I, I think we have good depth. We're elite defensively. And we mm-hmm. have a superstar already. And we have guys, they have stars around. Yeah, Chris him. Middleton. It's like not okay, I saw out. that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can hit the air quotes on this. But here's what I'm going to say, though. I watched the Bucks in 2019 be two games away from making it to the finals against the, the Warriors. They were up 2 nothing, mm-hmm. and they had basically been up for the entirety of the third game. Um, and then I saw for the next four games of that series, Mike Budenholzer see a, a wall and say, all right, there is nothing I'm going to do to change this. And I saw that I saw that against Miami. I saw I saw the same situation, and I saw Mike Budenholzer sit there and be like, "Oh, same plan, same plan." They're they're locking up our shooters. They're making it hard for Giannis to do anything. I'm just gonna let it happen. Um, Giannis just runs straight through it every time. Go ahead. And, straight to the rim. And <laughs> that's why I think I think Budenholzer our, our biggest issue right now. He just doesn't make adjustments. He and here's the other thing. When we get beat, it's all because teams can hit the three. And mm. Mike Budenholzer's defense allows the most three-point attempts in the league right now. And if you shoot over 40% from three in a game against us, you are going to win. And you are going to win by a lot. Saw it against the Heat last year. Saw it when Fred Van Fleet decided he was going to heat up and kill us in 2019. As soon as teams hit threes against the Bucks, that's when it's over. So I don't we ain't going to talk think- about how the Knicks did you this year. We beat them by 30 a week ago. Like it's, they, they 30 you early. The same. <laughs> yeah, they, 30, they gave you 30 I'm early. Just saying, I'm just saying. I think Buden, if we gotta, you got to at least test out the waters with somebody not named Mike Budenholzer. Just like how the Sixers had to test the waters with somebody not named Brett Brown before we called Embiid something like the, similar to what we're calling Giannis right now. You just gotta well, that's Ben, though, not Embiid. Hmm? That's Ben, though. Ben is well, no. garbage. No, I'm saying with Embiid. We were having issues with Embiid after 2020. We were saying, how can is he a trade asset? Is somebody is somebody willing to are the Sixers willing to trade away Joel Embiid? We were saying that after that they got four owed against the Celtics. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. We have just, to at least give Giannis another wow. chance with a guy not named Mike Budenholzer before. And we, here's what I'll say. Wait, wait, wait. I, I respect Giannis. He's at least attempting. To expand his game in some form, he's he's it, trying. He has. He has. I don't. Hold up. I'm, I'm gonna just say this real quick. It has an absolutely nothing to do with basketball, right? But Deshaun Watson just got released. I'm gonna leave it at that. Just leave it at you that. You gotta be kidding. He got released. You gotta be he kidding. Got released. He got released. That's crazy. You gotta be kidding me. Now I'm. Um. Look. 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 Deshaun Watson released. That's Barry McCockner. 
Oh, is that just not true? You dumbass. You got fucking placed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not the fake news. Not the not fake the news. news. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. He's a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I want to say this real quick before we can move on. I don't think, I don't know, maybe a new coach takes this. Just we, put him at the five. We saw this with the 76ers. They got Just put him at the five. I don't think I like that you need a new coach to put someone <laughs> who isn't that good in the rumor at the five. That's also 6'11". Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a coach's decision, though, essentially. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. No, no. It's a big man complex. No big man who's being allowed to have the ball at the perimeter is just going to willingly give that up. Yeah. Every big man knows deep down. Yeah. Point guard, boy. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I criticize Giannis all the time. But if I was him, what? Give the ball up. Hey, like, No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like you feel me, especially if I'm as athletically gifted as dude. But um, yeah, that's a, that's essentially a coach's choice. Like, You'd have those and I will say it's not like Ben Simmons where he's not willing to work on what we know he needs to work on. Giannis is just doing it. He's doing it. We can't act like he's not. You know, what I'm saying like he's doing it. Whether he whether he hits the back of the shot clock with the three, he's <laughs> attempting to get better at shooting the shot. You know what I'm saying? Like. He's yeah, trying yeah. to shoot the mid-range. We see a little bit more post-fades out of him. We see yeah, he's trying. Work. He got that bag on him. He, he, he's at least putting his mind to it and bringing it to the game, whether he makes or misses it. So, you know, I, I feel like we have to give Giannis the benefit of the doubt of getting a new coach before we say, okay, Giannis, you're just not playing the right way. Hold on, hold on. We have to try at least the one new coach out. I just have to address this. Jay Bridges is on something crazy. What? Luca's not a great shooter. Man's close to jaw level. That's oh, just not true. We said. I guess. I guess. I guess. Thirty-seven percent from the three just is twenty-nine percent. I just. Think. Yeah, we, we said drop hot takes, not lies. That's just. A lie. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would say nine attempts. It, it just. I guess that's jaw level. <laughs> they were praising Luca as a shooter like he was Paul George level, which is not true. But he's definitely just not Jaws level, though. I mean, he he he's really got way better this season. He's thirty seven percent right now. Yeah, he's he's way improving. Better. He's improving, but um, yeah, Jaws level got, is crazy. That got like thirty four minutes to an hour. If you guys want to get into the hot takes, okay, boom, we can get into the hot takes right now. So let me explain mine. I'm gonna go first. Let me explain mine. You remembered it? Yes, Paul George has always been better than Kawhi Leonard at basketball. And I promise I'm sticking by that. If I asked you right now, name one thing on a skill aspect that Paul George can't do, you couldn't say anything. <laughs> you just couldn't say anything. But if I asked you to do the same for Kawhi, you could just say something. And that's just, that's where the chips fall. Like, you could just say something. Like, Paul George doesn't do anything under an elite level. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't rebound under elite. He doesn't play make under elite. He doesn't shoot under elite. He doesn't go to the basket under elite. He is elite at everything he does on the court. Like, he don't got it, elite it consistency. Is. He had 12 points last night. Oh, wow. Whatever. You're just hating. I don't know why. You're hating. But anyway. Hey, hey, you, you just interrupted my hot take just to hate. That was hey, ridiculous. Man. Hey, man, that was it's, so ridiculous. It's because you lied. What did I say earlier? He liked to be angry. He liked to be it's, angry. It's, that was so crazy. At the point of the cat in your rap, man. Cat, that, was <laughs> so, that was so crazy. <laughs> that was so crazy. That was so crazy. Anyway, 
And 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 when I say at any point, at any point, he was better in Indiana. He he was he was better. He was more skilled than quiet when Paul was in Indiana. He was more skilled. If you if you match up their best years, did Paul George just not have a, a peak or whatever we call it, their best season? Has Kawhi ever had a season similar to Paul George regular? I didn't think last so. Season. Maybe last season. No, I mean, was you think last season Kawhi was better than Oklahoma City Thunder Paul George? Kawhi's better. Oh, this is Kawhi's best season. Oh, I, thought, I thought you meant that like season to season. Not too season to season. No. Oh, no. Okay. Paul George's best season, Kawhi's best season. Just on just on what they were doing, not the impact and what they bring to that. Nobody's talking about that. We're talking about what they like, what they do. Was Paul George just not better at pretty much everything? Like, yeah. I just feel like he's a better player when it comes to skill set. You know, playoffs, pandemic, P, whatever. Y'all can have that, but on a skill aspect, Paul George is probably just one of the most complete players we've ever seen. One of them, not the one, but one of them. I agree. Even though you had talk points right. last night, I agree. You're just you see there was just no reason to say that. Like there was <laughs> none. Like there was zero reason to say what you did just now. That was crazy. Anyways, who's next? Let's go, Liam. What next, Liam? What what's your what was your hot take? Oh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron, Aaron Gordon's the worst. He did have 40. Yeah, he, he right immediately on. had 40 oh, after I said it. So welcome to Skill Over Legacy, Aaron Gordon. I know shout out, shout out listening. Aaron, I'm happy to have you. Will Aaron. But to defend this, I gotta start by by like talking about what we did a little while ago. His his cap hit is 18 million dollars. So he's not actually worse than like league minimum players. He's not actually worse than them. But for making 18 million dollars a year, he stinks. Like <laughs> he's just below Kelly Oubre. He's below league average on shooting in everything except for three point just this season. He's a below average defender. He's a below average rebounder. He can't he can't protect the paint. He can't, he doesn't step out on defense. He doesn't really have a position. Like they want to call him a power forward. They want him to play three. He's not really good at either of them. <laughs> like he's just. He's not. He's a. If you had Aaron Gordon coming off your bench and making eight million dollars a year, he's a fine player. But if you have him as a starter and he's making eighteen million dollars a year, and now he's handing you trade requests with particular teams he wants to go to. Imagine, ayo, yo, yo, yo! Imagine Aaron Gordon walking into your GM office like, hey. Trade me now, and this is the list of players. Oh my goodness! That's crazy. Normally, when you request a trade, the teams that you have, they you know they want you. Aaron Gordon just doesn't have that luxury. (laughs) Chris Paul could say, "All right, I'm requesting a trade to the Suns," and he knows anybody wants him on their team. Aaron Gordon, I promise you, LeBron don't want you. KD don't want you. <laughs> don't want you. They already got Lori. The Pistons, they just might not want you. They need a future. The Magic don't want future. you anymore. <laughs> the, Magic, the Pelicans don't want you. They got Zion. 
the Thunder, they might want you just so they can trade you away to get a pick. So nobody <laughs> like the last part about Aaron Gordon that really frustrates me is that he takes for shooting he's at 40% from three this season, which is like way above his career average. He's actually shooting the three pretty well this year, but he still takes a ton of mid-range jumpers. <laughs> Stop. Why? Shoot the three. Stop. What are you doing? Stop. Like, how many players have, have had to go through this that they just shoot mid-range jumpers and they get benched? That's Carmelo Anthony had to set out a whole season because of that. Like, it's – he's only 25. He can get better. He's not a lost cause. But, like, for $18 million a year, there's – I. You couldn't pay me eighteen million dollars a year to have Aaron Gordon with that contract. <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah, Kelly Oubre makes like sixteen million. You just can't tell me that Kelly Oubre isn't astronomically better than Aaron. Kelly's Gordon. a better rebounder. He's a better rim protector, <laughs> and he's a better shooter. He just better, he's better screens. He, <laughs> he's just a better basketball player. I almost said something really crazy, but I'm not gonna. Say- Hey, 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 I think I know what you about. <laughs> this is something so crazy. Anyway. Hey, Zay. Hey. He <laughs> might be the second best player on his team. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Wow. Wow. All right. Raptor, do you remember your hot take, man? I do. I don't. Uh, I said that. Oh, uh, no, I don't want to hear this one. No, he's right. Let him talk. Right, he's right. Though. I hope you're ready. I'm right. So I said last week that, or whenever we did this last, I think it was last Thursday, I said that uh, Dwight Howard was better than Andre Drummond. And for the most part, the comments were pretty positive on my on my clip that I made. Uh, uh, there was some negatives, but I, I can explain myself. Uh, Andre Drummond is currently a below average defender at the position that is most impactful defensively on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. He's a below average defender. Currently, he is the most inefficient starting starting center in the league. What's the percentage? Yeah. Please, I just want to hear it. What is it? Like 47%. From the feet, like from the field? From the field? Yes. I think. Oh my God. Not Andre Drummond's a volume score. That's a volume score from zero to three feet out. That's what we're going to say. And that he's shooting sub 50% from zero to three feet away from the basket. And we're going to let him shoot sub 50%. Yeah, that's that's bad. That is bad. That that is kind of bad. I'm not going to lie. It's really bad. It's really (laughs) bad. His shot selection is atrocious. Like, he takes threes that he literally – he look. you know, you you guys talk about Giannis. Or you guys should be talking about Andre Drummond. Like, you guys talk about Giannis in terms of shot selection and his three-point shot. I just – nobody just doesn't – nobody cares about Andre Drummond. (laughs) He's just so bad. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Meanwhile, Dwight ha- Dwight Howard is still at his age thirty eight. Whatever the hell, how old he is, probably could be in a retirement home by at this age. Oh, wow! Still, wow! He is still an elite rim protector, and mm-hmm. he's unlike Andre Drummond, who changed his game for the worse by learning how to shoot. Dwight Howard <laughs> can now consistently hit a mid range shot and his free throws. Ladies and gentlemen, it he is, just hit a corner three. He shoots he better than Ben did. Simmons. 
He shoots better than Ben Simmons on the floor. It is just insane watching Dwight Howard, who literally three or four years ago was considered like a lost cause in this league and that his career was over. And now watching him become a guy that legitimately has made the Sixers a good team while Joel Embiid has been out. And that's why I'd say Dwight Howard is better than Andre Drummond. Just the mix of Andre Drummond being horrible and Dwight Howard changing his game for the modern level like no center from the 2000s has been able to do. There. I rest my case, Jay Bridges. I rest my case. Everything you said makes perfect sense. It makes sense, right? (laughs) I just feel like early in the Cavs this season, the few Cavs games that I watched early in the season when he was on the team, they was playing Andre Drummond like he was their best player. (laughs) Yeah. He was on the floor like he was their best player. And that's just not true. <laughs> so when you make you you make a big man feel like he's the best player on one of the worst teams in the league, I think that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. That would be like that would be like if the Pelicans just gave Steven Adams the ball all the time. I, I think Andre Drummond is far from a lost cause. I'm gonna take twenty and seventeen thousand in any way that I can get. His yeah. 17,000 does not matter. I'm sorry to say it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, I'm going to tell you this, though. I'm going to tell you this, though. If y'all y'all keep down in Andre Drummond until he ends up with LeBron, and now it ain't going to be fair. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. Now it's oh, not yeah, fair. It ain't, it ain't fair. It ain't well, fair. Who would be the third best player on that team? Put the trade deadline. No, he wouldn't. Because you, you know because you know who. You know who revitalized LeBron, uh, Dwight Howard's career? Hey, say it with me, chat. LeBron. LeBron. Come out. Like, exactly. So if Andre Drummond gets with either LeBron or Chris Paul, I don't want to hear that it's not fair. He was garbage, right? He was garbage. So let him be garbage. Like, like you said, Raptor, the league thought he was a lost cause, but they just picked him up. Because who did he play for? The goal. Yeah. Just- yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. Mm-hmm. Like with Andre Drummond, it's like it takes a, a seriously bad season for me to say something bad about someone who went to UConn. Like, yeah, you said that. Like, I lost this weekend, by the way. I know you're I appreciate from something, it. but I am. But like, I've watched probably the most games I've seen this season is Pelicans. Second, for whatever reason, is the Pacers, and third is the Cavs. And in the Cavs games, but he takes like I won't even talk about Andre Drummond and himself with the Cavs. I'm gonna talk about when Jared Allen got there and how much better Jared Allen was as soon as Drummond was on the bench indefinitely until he got gets bought out or traded or whatever ends up happening. Jared Allen, maybe it's just a testament to how good Jared Allen is, because he made Drummond look a lot worse as soon as he got there. He definitely and, did. I'm not going to say Drummond's a lost cause because he definitely isn't. He's only like 27. God. <laughs> so like, yeah, he's young. He's right. younger than he's been in the NBA since he was 19. Like he's not a lost cause, but right now he's got to have to make some serious changes to his game. If he wants to have some staying power. I think he just needs to start playing more like Clint. Clint Capella and leave all that trying to be a perimeter scorer. Just leave it alone. Like, just leave it. Stop trying to shoot the jump. Like, yeah, I mean, if you get the open one, just go ahead and shoot it. You're a basketball player, but come on now. Stop trying to 
get off the triple threat, pivot, try to create, cut it out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. one sec. Is he? In no way. He's zero percent from three this season. <laughs> he hasn't made one. Yeah, that's garbage. <laughs> How many? He's has- O of eight. He's only O of eight. That's why I needed to see. Oh, but he's yes. uh for his career, he's fifteen for one hundred and eleven. Yes, sir. Ah! That's that volume. That volume. <laughs> <four>. <laughs> Golly. Hey, hey, he took All more right. than Ben. He took more than Ben. And he he definitely has. He ain't a point guard. All right. So, uh, Jay Bridges, your take? Um, My take is in shambles a little bit. It's a little bit in shambles. Um, My take was that either the Hornets or the, or the Knicks were going to be top eight. If the Hornets yeah. somehow make it top eight with, you know, probably their second best player hurt for the season. It would be incredible, but I'm not going to bet on that. But you know what? You know what? You know what? I think they could. If we look at how good all of their players are playing outside of LaMelo, do they get, like, extremely worse without LaMelo around? I think it drops them from, like, an eighth seed to a ninth, tenth seed. I don't, hmm. think, I don't think that the Hornets stay at eighth seed with LaMelo not being with, there. With, with Malik Monk performing how he's performing? I don't know. Like... I I think if Malik Monk came in and played like that all the time and they stay at eight seed, hey, but you might want to trade Malik Monk. That's some value. Malik Monk's not garbage. I don't know why the Hornets are treating him like he's garbage. He's just not garbage. He's just the worst Miles Bridges. Not even. He literally came off the bench being iced like he wasn't even coming in the game and got right in the game and had like 30 something like you know how difficult that is to do like not to play an nba game for like two weeks <laughs> I, I just don't think it's reasonable for a team's second best player to stay around the eight seed especially in the bipolar east yeah i mean hey i'm gonna be honest if you give the charlotte hornets and the hawks seven games with who they have right now I ain't gonna say they can't get it done. I'm not gonna say they can't. I'm not saying it's outside of the realm of possibility, but I would be surprised. But yeah, for my boy in New York, young Julius, he's a dog. He's a dog. He absolutely is. I think I like him so much because he he wants to win so badly, and he's on the Knicks. He wants to make the Knicks something so badly, and they're one of the they're the worst organization for the past twenty years. <laughs> and what what I saw in that um, that Sixers game, you know, even when they didn't, ha- regardless, they didn't have Embiid, right? This probably wouldn't be that close if they had Embiid. It was like it was inspirational. Like this degree of laughing at me. It was. It was it was amazing to see. Like he really wants to be out there and drag the Knicks into the playoffs. Oh, let's not act like it's dragging them anymore. They actually have a pretty good team. Yeah, they, it's him, RJ Barrett, and Emmanuel Quickly. Who can who is like this? You know what I'm saying? But him I mean, as the best player on the Knicks, taking them into a top eight seed, is nothing sort of amazing. And I think he's still gonna do it because he's got that dog in him. You know that dog. I'm gonna be honest. Even without Julius Randle, having R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, D. Rose, and Obi Toppin, you're just 45 times better than the Pistons. 
and the Magic. And the Bulls. And, so that's true. They are better than the Pistons. Here, all right, Cameron. What was your take again? My take. My hot take. Top five best players ever in this order was Bron, KD, Jordan, Kobe, and T Mac. In that order, but um, T Mac prime for prime. Listen, Kobe himself, one of the cockiest players that I've ever heard speak. Well, he's not really cocky because he can back it up, but he said. T Mac is a six eight version of me, and who am I to say that he's wrong? From what I've seen, and from Kobe Bryant saying, "Yeah, he's just a six eight version of me," you just can't say that. I have a hot take about T Mac coming up real soon. <laughs> you just mm-hmm. can't tell me that. You just can't say that that's wrong. Uh, Kobe being three, Kobe being four, uh, that might be flip floppy later on this week. I gotta still think about it. He might be three. Somebody else might be four. Not gonna say no names. But Jordan being below KD is just what you ask Jordan to do, KD just does better. And then the defense, KD just does with the offense better enough that the defense is just like, okay, like I get it, but does it really matter? No. And LeBron's just the best player of all time. I don't really care if anybody says he's a LaFraud or anything. He's just the best player ever. He's just the best player. Yeah. I mean – I, I I understand what you're saying, and I'm a T Mac fan, and hearing his name in that makes my body happy and cringe at the same time. It's just like, oh, but um, well, since the episode's about to come to an end, we're gonna get to our hot takes, starting with me, and it has something to do with T Mac. And I'm gonna just man, I'm gonna keep it real quick. If T Mac had any accolades, and I mean any notable accolades, which means more than one MVP, a ring, or anything like that, he's a top five player ever. Like oh, he's a top five player ever. He's a top five player ever. Nah, that's crazy. He's a top five player ever. That's crazy. He's a top five player ever. He's a top five player ever. This one don't make sense. He's a top five player ever. He's a top five player ever. Next. Like, Next. <laughs> if he had, if he had, let me say this: if he had, let's just say, yeah, two MVPs, two rings, top five player ever. I might be able to get behind that. <laughs> I might. <laughs> he's right. He's right after Kobe. It's LeBron, Kobe. It's LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, T Mac, like Kareem, Shaq, or Shaq Kareem. I'm sorry. T-Mac would give Magic 158,000. I'm not trying to hear that. Don't explain. Don't explain. Don't explain. Hey, 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 hey. Just don't explain. Just don't explain. Mm. All right. Who's next? I can give one. Go Uh, DeMarcus Cousins should go down as one of the biggest wasted talents in NBA history. Shit. Wasted? Wasted? It's not his fault. It's the Kings. It's such a bad turn. It's such a crazy turn. It's not his fault. The Kings. Yeah, I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying. Okay, no explanation. That's it. That's the explanation. Raptor? Oh, no. Jay Bridges, you go because you were about to go anyway. All right. We talked a bit. Oh, oh no! This last night or day before, we talked a little bit about this. Kyrie Irving 
Mm-hmm. In the 2016 finals, in his performance, only mm-hmm. the second to only the second to only a few people in the finals, and that's I can give MJ, mm-hmm. Braun, and Kobe. Yep. The yep. Yes, sir. Kyrie. What he did I in agree. 2016 would win him every other Finals MVP. But he just yep. played. But he just played with the goat. He just played. Don't, with the goat. Hey, hey! I'm even gonna lie. Even last year, he would be close. <laughs> even last year would be close. He averaged like what 27, six, and whatever. Yeah, he had he was Cur- yep. him and Iman Shepard had Curry on. <laughs> Don't yeah, explain. I mean, don't, don't explain. Don't explain. He wasn't yeah, there. Everything wasn't else there. is debatable, but yeah, I mean, you're not. That's no, yeah, no, I can get behind that. Pause. Yeah. All right, the Raptor, your turn. You know, on a podcast called Skill Over Legacy, I don't know how mm-hmm. this is going to sound. Oh, no, oh, Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Right now, I think Giannis is a top five player in the NBA and better oh, than man, all right. Wait, and better than who? Hold on, and better than who? Why Leonard. Have a great day. Have a great day. Hey, I'd love to explain it, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. I need to know exactly what he's talking about. Hey. I need to know what and who he's talking about. Oh, you missed it, Zay. <laughs> Zay, you missed it. I oh, there's no. I can't. I can't get your explanation right now. Oh my god! So he's better than James Harden? No, he's not. He's Wait. better than Kawhi Leonard? Yes, sir. Wait, do you think he's better than KD? No, oh, of course. Oh, not. I was about to say, boy. I was so LeBron, say. KD, Curry, Harden, Harden, then Giannis. Giannis? Yep. He isn't. Oi. And I can explain it perfectly. Giannis isn't better than Embiid, dog. What's going on here? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I you think can't explain it. Right. Embiid over Kawhi as well. Hey, I think you can honestly yes. put Kawhi in like eight or nine. Now you know what? I'm not mad about that. <laughs> what you just said. Somebody said, "Tell Cuz step outside." Somebody waiting for you after they tell Cuz step outside. Hey, they love they love to uh, they hate they love to hate on Giannis until. Until the reasoning comes out for why I'm saying that. we're gonna have to save that for next episode. We're gonna have to save that. For yes, next episode. but Cameron Major, it's your turn, and you also scared me. So go ahead. <laughs> All right, so this should not be a hot take. Well, it's not even gonna be a hot take. It's leaning into it. So it should be. It should be a consensus that Brandon Ingram is the best on his team. I've been seeing that he's not the best on his team, but. Let me tell you, some Captain Y'all Rap is saying Zion is top two on his team. He's just not. He's not oh. the second best. Oh no! <laughs> he's not. The, he's not the second best player on his team. He's just not. I'm sorry. He's not the second best player on his team. That was a day. Hey, hey, that is that. Whoa, that's supposed to stay between the Discord. What you said? Hey, he, he not. He's Zion is. Top is just top three on his team. Just top three. So it's Ingram, Z- it's Ingram, Lonzo, Zion. Yeah, that's the order of the team. Zion, Ingram, Lonzo, Stephen Adams, then Zion. Oh, you <laughs> got it. No, 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 no,
Hell no. Wow. Not Steven Adams. Not Steven Adams. On that note, we go in the episode. You know what I'm saying? Y'all shout out y'all Instagrams one by y'all Instagrams, y'all TikToks one by one. Y'all follow the Skill Over Legacy page on Instagram, Twitter. Y'all follow the YouTube page and y'all follow the TikTok. We posting everything everywhere all the time. We going crazy. Y'all go ahead and get y'all Instagrams out and we go get out of here. Um, underscore J Bridges on TikTok and on Instagram it is s.o.l underscore J-A-Y-S-S period O period L, <laughs> underscore J-A-Y. Thank you. All right, I got at Lim Shady ninety one on pretty much everything. Yes, hey, sir. Hey, hey, hold on, you capping to them? What's the What's the IG? You got us looking crazy yeah. on IG. Man, I we, don't care about my IG. We either. was definitely yeah. tagging a middle aged Asian the last the last that's couple. Crazy. <laughs> my IG is just my name, but I don't really use Instagram. I haven't posted on Instagram in like two years. Oh, I went on your Instagram. I see you was nice with the the lacrosse stick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Day. I see you. Alright, next. Uh, rap thoughts on TikTok. Go follow that and my Instagram. Should be in my profile if you guys want to stalk me a little more than that, I guess. So. Yes, sir. Go ahead and hit that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. My social media is Cam Major zero one zero nine on everything now. Yeah. So it's Cam Major, and it's C A. There's two M's. There's two M's. I shouldn't be saying that, but there are two M's. <laughs> All right, we gonna head up out of here. It's your favorite Hoopers favorite podcast, and we out.